Welcome to another episode of Signal Fire Radio, a show about ambitious leadership for ambitious leaders, where each and every day we set out to conquer the villain of self-doubt by having encouraging conversations designed to feed the mind, strengthen the body, enrich the spirit, and grow the tribe. Our guest today is Toby Eberly, just recently retired mastery, Master Gunnery Sergeant of Marines, and somebody who is currently living what we preach the most, which is to just chill for a little while before jumping back in. Don't go anywhere. Welcome to Signal Fire Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Signal Fire Radio. I am your host, Rob Renz, Marine Corps veteran, entrepreneur, small business owner, and all-around great guy as voted on by my daughters. Ev, I haven't done that in a while. I just decided to bring it back. Um, I think Maddie's vote should count as two, though. Dude, she just turned two. I know. Oh, clutch. I know. So she gets an extra vote. The cheeks. <sighs> Recent Those birthday. Those cheeks. I love her so That's the much. cutest kid in Castle Hayne. <laughs> Don't say Wilmington. Yeah. No, I thought he was going to say. Had to, I had, had to rapidly did uh, you, change my mind. you so had that, me on the edge. because No, because I, like, I had to think about Ryan Reagan too. Yeah. So. Well, I think, Ryan, I think Ryan and Reagan, Matthew Mylot, our other host um, daughters, would, would agree that my Madeline is the cutest in, in southeastern North Carolina. Is yeah. That, yeah, 100%. In yeah. love. And I'm a little butthurt. That we still have not met Eloise. No, I know. I know. That'll have to be remedied quickly. She she would love some, My some girls, girl time for sure. Yeah. Well, Ryan and Reagan want to play with her hair and they want to do amazing things with her hair. I know. And she loves it. She's about it. She's seven? No, she's four. Oh, your son's seven. Yeah, my God son. Bless. Yeah, Sorry, Sorry. Sorry. yeah, a little evidence. Miss Goosey, Miss Goosey, Miss Goosey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Play date. Manana? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? We'll make it happen. Podcast fake. You know, um, <laughs> you know what? Uh, so um, you were doing, you were doing the army thing. Yeah. When, when Maddie turned two. I know it. And you know what I love about kids' birthday parties Amen. nowadays mm. is that there is always a group of adults that come with it. Right, because you're not just going to bring a two-year-old kid, just and, drop him off yeah. at someone's house. Yeah, here you go, have fun. Here's my two-year-old. Right, um, Mylot came, and he was their family was the last family to leave. You know how there's always the last family naturally. To go. Yeah. yeah, and it's not a it's not a bad thing. Like it you know, can be a bad thing. It can be if, if you when it's not if you when it's overstay. not your brother. You didn't. You know? Yeah, you didn't overstay. But you know what we did? Hmm. We listened to deep 90s-ish alternative music and our wives were not feeling it. Are we way. talking are we talking like Hootie or how alternative no, are we talking? No, it was are more we talking like, butt rock? No. no. We're talking fuel. Okay. Butt uh, rock. Stone Temple Pilots. Oleander. Uh, yeah. Stroke nine. Uh local H. We threw local H in there. Local H. Joe I is. I don't know. What that Joe is. is dying. Is that the same as Special right K? Now. No, Special K is. is Joe knows Special K. 
but not local. He probably knows local H too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe STP. Do we think local H is a a drug euphemism? Like, oh, like, hang on, hang on, hang on. Here's your boy. Joe, turn it up two pumps. Rise above the mist with a peace and some harmony. We'll take a walk together by the hand, cause I got a handful. Here we go, we're just getting old. We got STP. Go ahead, Wyland. R.I.P. R.I.P. Big Dog. Hey, how did you feel about Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park replacing Scott Weiland? It didn't do it for me. I don't think anybody can replace Scott Weiland. And you know, I'm not I'm not the hugest Weiland fan, even though I'm from Seattle. I just I don't know. Yeah. Um there's just certain things I you know, you like what you like. And I, I liked STP a lot. Yeah. Nah, yeah, yeah. uh, I didn't feel that way. They were almost Pearl Jam, right. but they were pretty epic. Yeah, they but were I don't not... even like Pearl Jam that much, man. I'm I'm I think I'm just a born and bred Nirvana guy. So You know what's a really fun drinking game? Nime. <laughs> Is to play Yellow Lead Better by Pearl Jam. Uh-huh. And you drink to the point the best Pearl Jam song of yeah, all time. Arguably. But you drink to the point where you understand the lyrics of Yellow Lead. <laughs> Adam Sandler kills it. Joe is so fast on the sticks. Dude, he's incredible. This isn't Lead Better. This is Teen Spirit. It's Nirvana. Evan, you weren't even alive when this song came out. Yes, I was. I was like four. Oh, okay. This is how I was raised. Between this and Bob Marley Legend, this was pretty much the two albums that that raised me. Um, God bless. We have actually, we have been requested to do a, a full music show by by Garrett Huffman, the musical mortgage man. Yeah. He wants us to just Dude, sit down. When's and, Garrett coming? We could do, Dude, we could sit with like seven hours I have literally for, been for texting Garrett all day long and this guy can is Can we have, can magical. we have lunch with sure. him tomorrow? We can. Yeah. We can do whatever we I want. I want lunch with, with, Evan. with the Huff. Okay. Evan, Evan's staying at my house tonight, Rob, if yeah. you didn't know that. Yeah. Because Evan's- I'm going to be over tomorrow for biscuits and gravy. Yay, yay. Oh, we're getting somewhere. Yeah. California. Evan I'll make this gravy. <laughs> no, actually, yeah. Joey, Matt. I'm from makes South Carolina, Joey. Phenomenal biscuits and gravy. So you're from Seattle. I'm from South Carolina. I, I claimed it. <laughs> Nobody is as big a carpetbagger as Joe Catanacci. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to get back to Jersey. Take all this money I'm making down here in the South. Yeah. Bring it up north. I'm going to pay. This isn't the South. Let's I'm going to pay serious. 43% yeah, taxes. Like, this is like the Mid Atlantic. <laughs> Like we're in the middle. This is still the like, East Coast yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. You know what feels really good about this show right now? No. Is that all the lights are off in the booth, and there's like a whole click of people back there. <laughs> look at, look. We're in an interrogation room. I, su- I suddenly, <laughs> I suddenly feel like no. I suddenly feel like we're making a rap album. It's way too like hard. A, what, do we have a, a what do they call it? An entourage? Yeah, we, so got, an entourage. we got a we, we got, got a, a hype click. crew over there. We have a click. <laughs> You know, if you've stuck with us for five or six minutes, good on you because we haven't even told you what this episode yeah, is about. Sorry for being such knobs. We are total knobs, total noobs at this. We actually have a, a guest I'm really, really excited about. Every guest I get excited about, but this one, Toby Eberly, we met in October at a Suiting Warriors event that mm-hmm. I had in my office. Okay. I think actually he came to my office maybe a week or so before. Uh, retired Master Guns, Marsock guy. Did a bunch of cool stuff. We're going to hear a ton of great stories. But he is currently living what we preach needs to happen 
day after EAS. Mm -hmm. And that's just chill. Yeah. Take some time. Don't do anything. He said, his wife is like, hey, you going to go get a job? And I didn't feel from his response that he was really trying that hard. Did you? No. No. And well, you know, and, and he, he spoke in the, in the honor foundation, mm. the, the opening, the yeah. opening class, right there, you know, they, they bring back alumni to, to speak, um, you know, kind of success stories, if you will. And, Dude. and Toby's whole thing was, was really absorbing what we learned from there, but not necessarily running and gunning into your next profession because the whole, the whole purpose of like being deliberate about your transition is discovering who you are. And that's, that's, you know, maybe we're all still doing that. Um, you know, and that's, and that's what Toby did and is doing. Dude, as soon as I asked him, like, where are you at in your journey? And he articulated that. I felt like somebody just jabbed my vein with, um, I don't know, saline. And I just felt like I was getting regenerated. I was like, dude, really good for you. Why? Just because that's what I didn't do. And I know, I know now after 15 episodes of signal fire that that was the part that I missed that mm -hmm. I wasn't conscious of and that I wasn't deliberate about being being conscious of well you didn't even get the opportunity to no but dude i had the opportunity that's the whole point of like what you know my story i had the opportunity and i i just i wasn't aware of it i didn't i'm not somebody that naturally thinks outside the box and um i, I mean I, that's that's not true first yeah, of all not and all. second of all I think that's what we're trying to bring to people here is that, is that, you know, even if you're in the box, you don't have to follow a path. You can make your own. Should this really be our, our way? <laughs> you guys, ladies and gentlemen, if you do not watch us on YouTube, you should, because I can't even make a cogent point without these two doing these. What does that mean? Interpretive yeah. dances, coherent, thoughtful. Yeah. Just, you know, the question I was going to say is, should we really be thinking about our way of thinking about chilling out for a little while as no longer the status quo? Like, isn't there enough data evidence to say that, okay, EAS, ETS, I need to chill out. I need to find out who I am. I need to reconnect with Toby in this instance before I go on to do the next thing. Like it, do we, do we need to continue the conversation, I guess, is the question I'm asking. Certainly. I mean, it's different for everybody, you know, because, you know, we, we talked to Liz a few weeks ago about... She was great. Dude, about about Beyond how her, her journey was completely different than than the typical, um, you know, person who, who did, a, you know, multiple enlistments or, or who retired. The other end of the spectrum of our guest today. Yeah. 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 You know, so, so Toby... He, he lived a full career and he can carry that with him, you know, but he's choosing to take time off and to, to reassess and to rediscover himself. And I think that's such a, an important thing that, that so many people who go through that transition miss. And that was, that was something that, that was so incredible about like how he spoke to, 
the the cohort at the Honor Foundation mm-hmm. is that, that you know, a, a lot of the guys there, this is the first thing that they've done for their transition, right? Like I'm I'm six months in and I've been at it. You know, we've talked about it a lot, yeah. how how I've been like owning it. Owning it like hard and heavy into discovering who I am and discovering what I don't like, discovering what I do like, discovering what I want to do. Um, you know, and and for a lot of guys in in this cohort, this is their first time that they've been able to step back from the service from the Marine Corps in particular and say, Hey, um, who am I? You know? So that's, it's super important that, that people like Toby are out there and they're like, you may not know who you are right away. We think Matthew. Totally agree. And I wish I was listening to this like, you know, 12, 13 years ago. Well, dude, you were on the air this morning with Joe Katz our super producer from outer space. Can a tuna. Joey, Joey bags. Joey bags. Joey can a tuna. Joey C. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he, he will have the most nicknames of any human being by the time we die. How can he not? Bro, I yep. already got him. So Joe, I already got about 15 of them. You want to start? <laughs> jo- right yeah, now? Joey coming at you and then go. All right. Uh, Joey can't get a snatchy. Joe... Well, I can't say a couple of them for sure. I don't think you can say <laughs> That's that. That's where we're gonna start right here. Uh, squirts was when I was uh, my one varsity uh, quarterback appearance after I was the backup QB in varsity football, Monroe High School. Goal line, kid breaks his thumb. I'm in there. I fumbled the Shout snap out. at the fo- at the goal line. Fumbled the my snap. Lone, what are you, the Dallas Cowboys? My lone varsity football appearance. Wait a second. I fumbled the snap on the goal line. We reco- I recovered it, but I wasn't used to the big boy you know, yeah. snapping me to football. I was you know, buck 40, freshman. You know, so and they, my football coach nicknamed me Squirts. Uh, so because, was, because yeah, you because you because you my pants, I scored in my you know scored in my pants as the big boys up front <laughs> were coming after me at the goal line. Uh, that was one, and I said, "Well, Joey Cat, Joe Cat, the uh, Cat, uh, the Cat Man." Uh, oh, I like the cat. Uh, I'm the cat. Joey Babaloopy. Joey Bag of Donuts. Joey Bag of Donuts. Joey like can't do a couple of so that was yeah. five right there easy yeah and I got about five more but they're not radio ready hey Liz can we get a full top to bottom all I see is a, is Liz's I know just pale the gold. floating head back no there. pale floating <laughs> I don't even see that <laughs> I just see the I just summer. see the gold rims of the glasses and I can only see the top of them so it's like very yeah oh it's just like like invisible uh, uh, what was that. Uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, where the guy is just wearing the glasses, the invisible man's just yeah. wearing the glasses. Like, that's literally all I can that's see. That's Liz Hartman. Yeah. The tree oh, there you go. Life, I just picked me a plum. Sorry, you brought up Joey Bagdonis. This is what you're going to get. Joey Bombaloni. I really feel like the production quality of our show goes up exponentially <laughs> when I'm not controlling production <laughs> exactly yeah, correcto mundo because I, I just blow it in the booth and you lost entire episodes I did I yeah Bill K we mm. couldn't even yeah well we may lose this episode I just spit all my drink all over the place because I was digging and diving <laughs> I didn't episode look today. I didn't I didn't Rob sent me a message bro we can't find episodes I didn't I'm like, I didn't neither can I I yeah. didn't lose Bill K's episode right I just forgot to record the part the yeah. intro yeah. and then he was you know you know uh Tippity tapping on the table for forty-seven <laughs> minutes. Yeah. So we have to we have to brief our guests, and we we didn't do this with Toby yet, but we will. 
don't, if you do this, there's only one person in the show that's allowed to beat on the desk. Yeah. And that's Matt. Yeah, that's And it's during the intro song. Sure. But after the intro song, no beating on the desk. Here it is, Matt. So much. He loves these glow sticks. <laughs> Man, I just want to put you in like, I mean, there's no nightclubs of note in Wilmington. No, the whitest dude I've ever seen. <laughs> just twirling hands. Just... <laughs> Don't Matt, say we've that. lost all listeners at this point. Yes, we have. It, this this episode is just for us, yeah. honestly. And Toby. Poor Toby. Yeah, poor Toby. He's like, oh, you guys tanked the audience like, before I even got on. This is what I signed up for. <laughs> yeah, we're taking care of Toby back here. Don't yeah, worry. okay. All right, All good. Right. Good. Toby's good in the booth. Cheers, brother. It will be It will be fun to ask him, though, what, like where he's at right now. Because, right. you know, he just talked to the Honor Foundation. Fantastic. You're going through it right now. Yeah. He just went through it. I got to witness sort of his, I don't know his months immediately following service. And now he's on like month four mm-hmm. or month five, I think from his EAS. I want to see what's different about him. And it's so crazy to me. Like, you know, old, old Garrett Harrell, mm. the, the realist flip flops and socks. I love this guy. Right. No, it's so, I love him more. Okay. I think I love him. All right. I think I love him. You more. guys love Lady Gaga. You love Garrett Harrell. Whatever. You guys it's, both it's love me. everybody. No, I, I love, love I love Lady Gaga. Actually, actually, everybody love everybody. Matt loves people the most, that's for sure. Yeah. Let's not, Joe. Anyway. <laughs> uh so with Garrett. Nope. That's your girl, dude. I it is my girl. Okay. For sure. Yeah. No, it's mine. <laughs> Uh, so with Garrett, you know, I forgot where we've been going with that. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Joe. Uh, you know, Garrett has been has been out for a while, yeah. and and there's so many things that I'm like, you know, Raiders are like they're gangsters, right? Yeah, like they're pipe hitters, straight up. And when I when you meet Garrett, you're like, he's such a laid back, such a laid back, such a level headed intelligent, eloquent, just incredible human being. And, and then you realize like, okay, he's been out for a while, but it's the same with Toby. Yeah. Like Toby hasn't been out for that long, but he's still that same sort of, you know, cool, level-headed, eloquent, just, just man of the world. And, and he was so prolific in how he spoke to the cohort about, Hey, Take this stuff seriously because this is what's going to help you take that next step. We should definitely, we got about a minute and a half here before we got to go to break. We should definitely talk to Toby about this because when, when I was in big Marine Corps, I don't think I knew a single person from Marsoc in, in real life. And then when we moved here, obviously, I mean, it's right up the street. Yeah. Um, but being involved with the honor foundation, I meet more Marines from MARSOC than I do big Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. And I, I really, I expected them to be like, Hey, what's up, bro? Good dude. You know, like just like that, 
super motivated, keeping the high and tight. Right. But Garrett, Toby, Dave, like all these people we've had on the show and all these people that are in our network are like the most chill dudes ever. And I wonder if there's some correlation between what they've done and what they've lived and how they're living life right now. I mean, you've been, you've been in special operations for a long time. Mm -hmm. Do you see that polarity, I guess, between the ability to turn it on and off? Yeah. Maybe. I I mean, I think so. Well, you know, the first tenant of, of soft is understand your operational environment. And, and I think that's a lot of what transition is, is, is understanding that you're, you're moving from one environment to the next. So that's, you know, maybe that's a lot of it. Yeah, maybe it is. I'm going to be excited to see what he thinks about it. He's living it right now. Yeah. So he's either going to come in and be like, dude, you guys are way off base. Or maybe we're on to something. Who knows? We'll see. We're going to take a real quick break. Do not go anywhere. We will be right back on Signal Fire Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Signal Fire Radio. Hands down. Wonderwall is the best song of the 90s. Matthew, do you agree with me, yes or no? No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, Ev, why do we do this every episode? No, absolutely not. The best song of the 90s is Weezer, Say It Ain't So. Mm. I will fight you. Dude, he's got a point. Okay. He's got a point. Let's see this out. Why, why Matthew? I mean, why, Evan? Why why is Weezer, Say It Ain't So, the best song of the 90s? Have you listened to Say It Ain't So versus Wonderwall? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I've listened to them side by side. Uh, it's not even a comparison. Okay, just defend yourself. That's all I'm asking you. Um, Wonderwall is an acoustic guitar crap mare. But those Wonderwall are your people. Rock the Gallaghers are your people. I don't even know what you're saying right now. <laughs> British. British. Just because they're English doesn't mean they're my people. I think right? they're Brahmi, dude. Well, I mean, that's okay. I still love them. But, oh, but Say It Ain't So is the greatest 90s song. Ever. And this is coming from the guy who worships Nirvana, right? I'm, I'm, as, as Joey Sticks is playing it in the headphones, I think you might be right. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Outer Banks, like. Just floating on water. I want to say Outer Banks. I had a guy that looked like Rob playing a acoustic guitar (laughs) on the beach. And I was probably, what, 17, 18 years old. Yeah. Chick out there from the Outer Banks, week vacation. I'm not just going to leave it there. Just a boy from Jersey and a girl from Look, somewhere. Nobody nobody knows the chorus to Wonderwall. Everybody sings along with Say It Ain't So. No, I will drop the entire chorus of Wonderwall. Well, that's because you're a bum. <laughs> As would I. Okay, we're going to ask our guest to intervene. Toby. Yeah. If given an ultimatum, you got to pick between Weezer, Say It Ain't So, and Wonderwall. What's it going to be? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Weezer. Really? I am. Okay. My I just, man. But I will put a disclaimer in there. I'm probably a few decades before Weezer uh, <laughs> and everybody in the room here. You know, we uh, tell me. But I no, do remember the as 90s. As am I. As am I. I do remember the 90s, but I kind of forgot the 80s. So <laughs> we'll when did you join the Marines? Uh, 91. Okay, perfect. So the 80s were in a relevant time. Uh, so not to really. say. So to say, <laughs> I was actually in the, uh, the the Army National Guard in the, the 80s. That's right, dude. Yeah, I know, you went, it's crazy. Yeah, you went Army and then you yeah. did another. So how, how, how long were you in the Army for? Uh, just, just under three years, I did an in-service transfer uh, because I wanted, I wanted to go to uh, Desert Storm. And uh, 
They said, hey, you got to go active duty to do that. And the Army recruiter said, hey, we won't take you active duty in the infantry. And I said, well, why not? They said, well, because your scores are so high, blah, blah, blah. And the Marine Corps, I said, well, I don't want to do that. I want to be in the infantry. And the Marine recruiter, because they're in Oklahoma, they're all in the same room, right? Like they just trade space. And he goes, I'll, I'll, I'll take you. And I said, hey, <laughs> next, we'll go right over there and went straight to another boot camp again. I was like, wow, I have to do this again? It's out of control. But uh, we'll just say the second time around, it's a little bit easier. The, the, <laughs> is it, it's always been fascinating to me that if you join the Marines first and then go to another branch of service, you don't have to go back through boot camp again. Yeah. The other don't. way around, though, yeah. you always have to go through Marine Corps boot camp. Yeah, it's because we have to indoctrinate at a different uh, level than most people. I mean, really seriously. I mean, yeah. would you want me to go into the Air Force, like cross transfer into the Air Force and go to their boot camp? I think they'd probably be like, this guy's out of control. <laughs> we got to call this yeah, guy have, down. And yeah, we don't really need like one of these drills, sergeants or drills, or whatever they call them in the Air Force or their good buddies, whatever they call them. Drill like, people. Yeah, we'll just let, we'll just let Toby take charge because uh, this is out of control. <laughs> I'm going to take a, we're going to send these guys on vacation. He's out of control. The Air Force is fixed. Yeah. These guys, these guys are like uh, the most prolific uh, shooters out here. And now all they do is shoot computers. So they're pretty good. <laughs> Air Force aim high. Oh man, I love it. All Actually, right. I've got a, I've got a good friend of mine. His son is actually stationed in the Air Force right up here in, in North Carolina. He's coming over tonight. He's taking off back to California for about 20 days for uh, like maternity leave for yeah. his wife and his son. And uh, it's a good time to have a good friend of mine and him, both Marine Corps, and his, he's in the Air Force. So did it's you, always great. Did you tell him what you're doing tonight? I did. Yeah. I did. But he, I, I wanted to bring him down here, but uh, he couldn't make it because his yeah. wife had an appointment. So they're coming a little later tonight, and then we got to leave early. So, so two Marines, his son is in the Air Force. Yeah. You guys are going to have a glass of bourbon or something at the end of the night. How, what are you saying to the young man as, as two Marines? It's probably, probably can't really talk about it on here. <laughs> we'll say he was over for my, uh, my retirement. Cause I did my own little retirement, uh, uh, virtually on my house because that's the only way I wasn't going to wear a mask after sure. 30 plus so, years. Yeah. I wasn't doing that. So, so anyways, did in there and it was good times to have him over there cause we're going to make him wear his uniform and we're going <laughs> to, we're going to laugh at him. We're like, awesome. Going, yeah. We're like, going, Hey, you want to borrow my ribbons for all the ladies out there? You have one. You don't rate son. Man, I got like 50. You're have a good day. <laughs> is he, what is he an E3, E4? I'd have never asked. I okay. don't really care that much. Yeah. To be honest with you, he's just in the air force. So yeah. I mean, I mean, E1 did like E9, the air force is all about the same, right? As far as. I'm just kidding. I'm just hey disclaimer. I'm only kidding about the Air Force. I love no, them. They no. are probably the most prolific uh, uh, war fighting organization in the short amount of time they've been around. They are the most powerful, uh, but it really takes the Marines always to ensure that they are uh, gainfully employed. I think that is one of the best things about the United States military. You know, and we spent I spent a little bit of time with um, Israelis and Aussies and Brits, and they kind of do it too as well. But I think we bust balls better than anybody else in the oh, world. Yeah. I love it. Anytime you get with the Brits, it's always a good time. Uh, I remember being up at uh, Mount Warfare Training Center for your summer mountain leaders course and your color sergeant up there. It was the same year that uh, Patriot was coming out, right? So we was just busting us balls about, are you going to go watch that? You know, I mean, if you didn't remember how the outcome was, we kicked your ass. You know, it was just a great time. But he was also the guy who was in charge of making sure that your anchors were set as you're climbing up a cliff so you were delicate balance right how much you could really mess with the guy yeah yeah you can only push it so far right so far but the guy for some reason always wore a speedo like i don't know why why it's like cold (laughs) weather it was his crazy it was his thing and his thing was every time you you went for a run you know he had to find snow somewhere and you're like man it's it's like august how are you gonna find snow and you're like because he would just run as high as he could till you found snow and you're like man i hate this guy (laughs) 
I really hate this guy. So, uh, anyways, I love it. Good man. stories. Yeah, out yeah, there. yeah. Absolutely. We're love gonna, the Mountain Warfare Training yeah. Center. Best place ever. We're gonna share some more, Toby. For uh, the people at home who don't know you, tell them, give them your career up to this point and like where you're at right now. That could be a long story, but I mean, short, short and simple. Uh, you know, about 32 years of total service uh, between the Army National Guard and the Marine Corps. Uh, all of it's in the infantry. I never did any uh, special duty assignment. Never was a drill instructor, never a recruiter. Uh, I had like a gold star next to my name uh, where they just kept uh, <laughs> continuing to uh, employ me. Zero B billets. <clears throat> Zero B billets. Uh, I mean, I did the school infantry, but it really wasn't a B billet at that time. Uh, and when I went back as a master sergeant, it was a B billet, but because I was a master sergeant, I didn't rate the special duty pay, kind of like any of your time I re-enlisted, I never rated a bonus. Uh, but uh, so, I mean, I came in, I went to California, infantry guy, you know, did my deployments, you know, within my first three and a half years, I was getting shot at in Somalia. You're like, hey, welcome aboard, it's good times. Uh, came up out of there and then, and then uh, continued to do, just grow throughout the Marine Corps, man, and enjoy it. It was one of those, it was kind of different, like, you know, you guys listen to 90s music, because uh, it was the 90s out there, and it was a good time in the Marine Corps, man. I mean, you you fought hard, and you partied hard. On the You were on the West Coast. I was on the Were West you at Pendleton at this time? I was at yeah. Pendleton. So, I'm kind of a, a I th I'd say I'm a little bit of an anomaly, man. I've served in every expeditionary force, right? So, first, second, and third, MEF. I've been in every one of them. I've been in the Joint Staff. I've been in the Joint Soft Arena. I've been in the Marsoft Service Arena. Uh, and I've, I've been at a joint staff billet. Um, so I've kind of had kind of a strange career and I don't know why I, maybe a gold star or I raise my hand always and say, I'll do it. Right. And, and that's kind of what, uh, it's kind of separated me from a lot of people cause I'm just willing to go do it, you know? And as we were joking about my wife, tell me to go get a job. It's because she never really sees me. And now that I'm home, <laughs> you know, in COVID, so a couple of kind of COVID. So, you know, I've kind of been home for a little while longer. Uh, so maybe I had a little more time to kind of, you know, simmer down, but, uh, yeah, she's ready for me to get a job. Well, so you, uh, you got out what, four months ago? Yeah, I got out in, I got out in November, but you know, I started terminal leave because I had so many days on the books that I really got out in like September. What are you doing um, with this time right now? Uh, you know, like I was telling Evan and, and everybody in the honor foundation, I actually spoke to, uh, the Virginia beach chapter last night. Uh, I had a really good time cause I got like 25 minutes with them and, and, and it's really about the discussion was networking, but, but really what I kind of explained to him was within that networking, I've kind of realized that, that, uh, I'm learning to reinvent myself a little bit. Right. Cause as I look for what I really want to do, right. Like know your why statement or whatever. Right. So my why statement is, is I like to kind of like, you know, my thing is, 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 you know, give people tools so they can, you know, so they can build. Right. So, I mean, that's kind of a, you know, platform agnostic kind of tool set. Right. But, but what I have been doing with everybody that's retiring after me is I'm, I feel like I'm like the blind Guinea pig in the dark during the COVID transition. So I make, I pay it forward. I tell them, Hey, look, man, don't turn left because you're going to hit a wall, turn right. This is what you need to do. Uh, and I, I've been kind of doing that through just, you know, LinkedIn text message, phone calls, so and so through zoom channels. And, and I spend probably about four hours a week doing that with people, all different types of people. Um, Cause it's one of those things you just, it's like ingrained in you as like a senior enlisted guy. You got to make sure that the, the junior Marines, whether officer or, or enlisted, they understand what they need to do. All right. That wasn't when I grew up, they didn't care that like, Hey, what you need to do, man, is uh, go bang, bang down range and you're good. And, 
you know, they didn't, they didn't take care of you like that. And I didn't really know about a lot of the different transition stuff that's out there. And it's amazing how many 501c3 organizations are there willing to help veterans who are transitioning and how little the Marine Corps itself and the general purpose force Marine Corps itself does for all of those people who are getting out. And, and I've even spoke to recruiters before and they're like, Camp Lejeune, what's that? And you're like, my man, that's like the largest, you know, like drowning pool of talent. Yeah. Just sheer raw talent, alpha male, alpha female, ready to attack, man, and be like part of your organization and grow it. Because that's what Marines do, man. Wherever they go, man, they plant that seed and they grow that and, and they're amazing, right? But for what I've been doing is I've really been thinking about, and I heard some of you guys talk, that I kind of redefine what I want to do because at my age, because I'm 52. Good looking 52. I know, I'm a gorgeous 52. <laughs> and the hat makes me look gorgeous and I'm growing out my sideburns over here. I'm going to do pork yeah, chops. Yeah, the Elvis thing yeah. coming in. I'm, oh yeah, I'm somewhere between Elvis and, and, uh, and potentially Jerry Reed from uh, um, the Smoking the Bandit. But, but uh, <laughs> so but what's great though, man, is... is is I'm really learning to go back because I've always liked to, you know, do data analytics and stuff and really write code. So I'm actually learning how to write code right now in Python and R. And, and what's crazy is I'm actually using a book that says, hey, how to teach your kids to code because I think I'm a pretty intelligent person, but you get some of those books are like, that's ah, super boring. So Marine. I get ones with like, hey, I get stuff with like pictures in it and everything else and like little <laughs> post-it notes. And so it's like cute stuff. It's like, hey, I just got it, man. It's like $8 for like the, you know, everything you need to know as a middle age, like a middle school kid for, for data science and all that stuff. Best book I ever bought for $8.49 at Target. And I'm just going through this thing going, this is a plethora of knowledge, man. So I'm sitting over there and I'm writing code and I'm making stupid little spirally things and pong video games on my computer where you're talking to guys in infantry. And the majority of my time has just been kind of traveling around the world, hunting those who hunt us, man, and ensure that, that we come out on top. Are you having fun doing that right now? I am, man. I can see it in your face that I, you are. And don't tell my wife. So no, she, she wants you to go to work. <laughs> nah, no, you know, my wife is actually really, really good. I've been with my wife since before I was in the, the Marine Corps and she's the love of my life. And I have one daughter, uh, Madison Everly. She's uh, turning 25 and she's amazing too. I got 25. Yeah, man. 25. And, uh, it's 27. It makes sense. You're looking right? good. I know I'm up there. I, Cause you know, it's a temple. You have to treat it like a temple. Yes. Sometimes like a temple in Vegas. Mind. Though, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, Hashtag uh, Marine Corps. Yeah. But, but, you know, like my daughter, you know, I was, I was in the field, man. I had to come out right when she's, my wife said, hey, we need to go to the hospital. And, and then, you know, she gave birth like right away. I was like, oh, it's pretty fast, right? You know, uh, as they told me to leave because, you know, I was like, look at the size of that needle. They're going to stab that in the back. And, uh, but they had my daughter. And then, you know, I spelled her name wrong on the birth certificate. So, <laughs> Is it spelled uh, like that permanently now? Yeah, it is. And you know how hard it is to change your name? Yeah. On a <laughs> yeah. So she's stuck with it. So I, I, I spelled <laughs> it incorrectly. How'd you spell it? Uh, well, because my wife, you know, like, you know, you know, if you have kids, like your wife's are like nicknaming them yeah. and stuff. So it was Maddie. So M-A-D-D-I-E, right? So it should have just been M-A-D-I-S-O-N, right? Well, I spelled it M-A-D-D-I-S-O-N. <laughs> and, and I'm sorry because, you know, the... Rob, you know, one of Rob's daughters... Is yeah. Madison. Madeline. Yeah. Madeline. Madeline. That's yeah. what I said. Yeah. I said, how Madeline. dare you, yeah. Matthew? Sorry. You are her godfather. And you, all right, Evan, ah, you're the godfather terrible. now. Yeah. <laughs> Change. But you know what I did is I, I ensured I had a, a prison tattoo of her name on my chest now spelled correctly. And I got over at Okinawa. It cost me a, 
12 pack of beer and a bottle of Stilly Canai vodka. The Rock. Oh. So you're having fun. You're enjoying life. You did things against the status quo. I did, man. From what you saw the, the last 30 years before your transition, or, or maybe the last 20, 25. Yeah. Uh, you're talking to a guy, man, that, that, that I, I literally PCS'd every two years. Mm-hmm. I have like two PCAs and 29 and a half years of active service in the Marine Corps. Two PCAs only. Everything's always been PCS. Matt, what does PCA stand for? So permanent change of assignment? No, no, Toby, you can't do it. You got to oh, let Matt do it. I'm sorry. It's I okay. It was, I thought it was like a raise your hand first. No. <laughs> almost like, Toby wins. Yeah. Valedictorian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, but so, I mean, I, I moved all the time, man. And, and that's you know, stressful for everybody, but, but I was always gone. But, you know, now you know, I'm back here. I'm kind of, I am, I'm taking a breather. And, and I keep telling my wife, say, look, there's a process to things. And, and you just have to trust me. And, and, and. I've always one of those, I'm, I guess I'm one of those people, I, I kind of told Evan and the rest of the guys at the Honor Foundation is to take your time mm. and, and choose wisely what you want to do. Because most Marines or most service people go through like four or five jobs within like two years. Yep. So that's one that's not beneficial to you or your family or do you have to move or you don't move or even to your, your, your psyche when you consider like, hey man, yeah. I just, I'm, I'm not smart enough for this or whatever or, or so and so. But but I said, look, if you're going to do that, and especially in this current environment, right, with most of your jobs remote right now and potentially transitioning to fully remote and never going back because of COVID, the excuse of a lifetime, uh, you, you have to be almost that unicorn fart and glitter out your butt mm. for the job descriptions. They want it all. And they can because there's so many people right now who are hurting for employment. And they're out there and your competition is high. So take your time and, and you may have to reinvent yourself a bit like I'm doing, but man, have fun at it. Cause I am like, like I said, like, Hey man, I made spiralies, yeah. like just like spirals. Right. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, you gotta be kidding me. You know, I just, I just, uh, I applied for a position and, 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 uh, I had to tailor my resume. It's probably the hardest thing to do for any service members tailoring the resume because they, they don't know how to, service members don't know how to gloat. They don't. Well, at least service members who, who, you know, are, are good dudes, right? They don't gloat about themselves, right? So it's very hard to really, to really expand upon what you've done, right? And, and depending upon some of your classification requirements and all that stuff too, it even makes it even harder, compounds it, right? So I actually use JobScan, man. And I got from a 27 to an 80. And they say, if you get an 80, man, that's like the best ATS thing. And I was like, man, I just climbed, climbed Mount Everest. I got Dang. an 80, right? And then the job's closed. I was like, damn it, took too long, but I still got an 80. So, hey, climbed Everest in my mind, right? That's the way it was. I mean, for me, it's, it's those little things that are getting out there. I spoke, to, uh, I spoke to an individual from the Virginia Beach course who's he's out as well, too, and he's actually living in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. We had about an hour and a half long discussion, and it was really about the same thing. And he's different than me. He has a wife, and he has two kids, and they're, 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 they're making ends meet. But it's the same thing. He's like, hey, you know, like, I don't understand. Because he came from an environment at, where, you know, he, he could do anything, right? And, and as a senior enlisted guy, you know, he was there. And now he's out there. He's like, I don't understand. And it's like, look, man, you, it's like I tell everybody, it's a different domain of warfare, right? You just have to understand that battlefield and you'll conquer it. So take your time, slow down a bit, take a deep breath, and spend some time with your family. 
but you know, and he kind of asked about like, Hey, what do you do? With, like, you know, all your extra energy and you know, like, you know, when you're out there and you complete a mission, you go on a mission like this, you know, and, and you're like zipped up and stuff. And, and, and you know, how do you, how do you deal with that? And I told him, I said, I drink a lot. And there was, <laughs> and there was a, there was an awkward pause and he was like, Oh, that's okay. I was like, no, I'm just kidding. I do drink a lot, but, but, uh, <laughs> but, but, but not for that. I said, look, man, you got a wife and you got two kids. I said, you know, man, I get to get every morning like this and I go for a walk with my beautiful wife. Mm. And that is dividends, man. Like that's just paying back that's to putting me. putting time, yeah. I said, you can do the same thing, man, with your kids. Like teach them how to fish, yeah. teach them how to ride a bike, whatever. That's where you get that new zeal, that fidelity, man. And your life is, is really taking, taking back and looking at your family, man, and say, hey, what's my next step and what am I going to do for them, right? Um, and, and, uh, bye. <laughs> and, uh, um, that's kind of what I'm doing for my wife. And I, I keep telling her, Hey, just ride the ship, man. It'd yeah. be cool. You've, you've stayed with me this long and you still like me. Yeah. So just give me, just give me a little while longer, man. And we'll see what we're doing over there. But, but that's what I've been doing, man. And, and, and I would say that it's not all that easy. It's not, man. It's not all that chill and it's not all relaxed because you are, you're fighting those demons in your mind. You're like, dude, why am I not accomplishing yeah. something today? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Cause you've been wired that way. Like mission accomplishment. Yeah. Like I've got to go do, do, do yeah. hold that thought. We're going to take a real quick break okay. because I want to hear about how you're processing that and how you're dealing with that. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back with our guest, Toby Eberly on signal fire radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We just had a total FNG move. Dude. Whoa. Whoa. We're on the ninth floor. Yeah. I mean, the ninth floor, bro. The ninth floor. I mean, Maddie's a nice dude. Yeah. But, I mean, just saying. We we need to make an introduction, Matthew, because we've become an official thing. An official company. We have somebody new sitting in our room, a gentleman, a Navy vet, um, who I hope will decide to be our first of two interns here at Signal Fire Media. We're gonna call him. We're gonna call him. We'll call him Jared the Noob, just because you know that's what you gotta do it. Hey, you, you don't think, Toby? I'm just a guest, man. You can okay. come when you're well, no. you, you chime in. No, you're yeah. a career Marine. You're I'm right. just a guest, man. I'm just the guest. You're just the guest? Yeah. I will tell you that both of you have better beards. So yeah. Then, I think. Then, then Jared? Yeah, Jared. Yeah. I don't. You could let it go. His hair, that flow is legit, though. Yeah. Dude, that's the way I want my hair to look. <laughs> yeah. You can't pull the mustache together? <laughs> wow, that's terrible. Yeah. But you do have a great, you have a nice quiff going yeah. over there. I'm a hair guy too. Just so yeah. you know, Toby, Toby I've like, always, I've always had, I've always had kind of hair and hair. shoes, right? Like that's your thing. Yeah, man, like hair, shoe guy, hair, shoes, and hats. I have more of those than my wife does. Beauty school dropout. I wish. Oh. I wish. Where did that come from? Man? The love for hair, which we don't have in the Marines. Shoes, which everybody wears. Vans, and and hats. You only get. Are you wearing Vans right now? Yeah, what do you have I'm on right now? A pair of reef boots over Those here. Those are good. These are very nice. Those They're are great. Stressed leather yeah. reef boots. I don't think they make them anymore. I've got a <laughs> Matt. Do you have those limited editions? No, but they're quite sexy. <laughs> I had a choice between a uh, rough Nubuck suede uh, UGG boot. They don't make any more of this. And since it's raining, I I chose the uh, you know 
rough leather. Go ahead, the, go ahead, Joey. We've gone an entire session today. Yeah. And I forgot to mention that Matt and Evan have the same exact shoes on. What? Right? What? Yes. Really? They both have Chuck that's, Taylors on? That's not true because I have low top matte black Chucks and uh, I think Matt is wearing. Leave yeah, it alone. Like. Like, they look like half cabs, but Ev, step in. Let me see your shoes real they're quick. Pretty, they're pretty fire. Ev, step in. Let me see out. your shoes. Let's just check them out real quick. Matt, stand side right, by quick, side with Evan. At a quick glance. Yeah, they're, they are staying tonight. At the, at they're a different Matt's caliber. Yeah. Well, are they're those, a different caliber, man. Are those Chuck Taylors, though, Ev? These are, these are Chuck Taylors. These are Converse of some others. But, but are Chuck Taylors not Converse's? These are Chuck Taylors. It says, I mean, when we're splitting Taylor hairs yeah. like this, let's so, just be honest with each other. <laughs> yeah. are, you, are you Chris McKinley's little brother? I think, right I think Evan's a little bit more of a purist when it comes to the Chuck Taylor. You think? Over there, I have... Uh, yeah. I have it's definitely diluted. Like, I have every color of them except for black. Look at those buys. I'm not a black shoe guy. No? No, man. I really am not a black shoe guy. I'm I think it... Yeah. Dude, the first thing anybody sees about you is your hair and your shoes. Obviously and why I have great hair. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a complete thing. When you, when you come in there, it's like your front yard, right? Your hair's like your lawn. Okay. If it's all messed up, Lieutenant people are going to think that you're squatting there. Lieutenant right? Pete Mitchell. Yeah. Maverick. Yeah. The Mav. Yeah. You got to sign to Top Gun in 1985. Well, if we're doing, if we're doing mm. hair and shoes, Jared... Oh, here it goes. Mm. Oh. We don't even need to ask Toby if he loves Top Gun. We know you love Top Gun. Absolutely. So the the actually believe it or not, it's uh it's one of the most uh, prolific recruiting video shows ever. Like you it see, recruited Evan. recruiting you went see. off the wall when Top Gun came out. You know why? You me. know what? Yeah. <laughs> you know why Mylot yeah. got out of the Marine Corps because he didn't get his flight contract. Because he wasn't smart enough to fly jets. Well, no, sorry, yeah. I shouldn't have said that. He got out of the Marine Corps <laughs> because he didn't get his flight contract. He wanted his flight contract because of Top Gun. Yeah. Am I am I wrong in saying that, Matthew? He wanted affirmative. To, he I wanted had to a flight contract. Short oh, you have class. one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, and let's just embrace the point that Evan joined the army because of the movie in the army now. With Holly Shore? Shore. Oh my god, Whoa. dude, that was like the freaking not major pain. Was it Major Payne? Major Payne was Marine. Marine. He was Marine. Oh, yeah. I thought he was in the Army. He was no. a recon Marine. What? Re oh, recon. you're right. I think he was second recon battalion, just like you, bud. That's crazy. That's He's crazy. East Coast. Yeah. That oh, was filmed in Virginia, so probably. So can I tell a quick story about Polly Shore before we get on with our show? Send it. Okay, so you know, my sister, Shannon, is a valley girl, just like your sister, Katie, is a valley girl. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> tell me about it. Um, so what? Uh, Joe will know this. The name of that uh, comedy club that Polly Shore um, performed at. <laughs> it's a very famous one in L.A. Je ne sais pas. <laughs> no, that's not it. Joe, can you grab it on Google? I can do it on uh, Google. I think it's called the, com Duck. the yeah. Comedy Store or something like that. Anyways, Encino. Comedy Store. Yeah, Comedy Store. Encino Man had just come out within the last couple of years. And so my sister loved Brendan Fraser, loved Brendan Fraser. Well, she went and saw Pauly Shore at the comedy store. Wheeze the juice. <laughs> Wheeze, Wheeze the, the juice. juice. <laughs> no, wheezing the juice. Well, so she goes and she sees Pauly Shore at the comedy store. And 
Um, apparently, they're all sitting at the bar afterwards. And, you know, my, sure, I would never say my sister's an attractive person, but back then, she's a good-looking valley girl. It's weird to say your sister's good-looking, right? I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's weird. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm she, not going to... She was, she, she was a girl with blonde hair in California. I'll put it that way. And so Polly Shore comes up to her and sits down next to her at the bar. And according to my sister's recanting of this tale, he says, Hey, I wish you were a bicycle so I could ride you. That's and creepy. Super creepy. Yeah, really creepy, man. <laughs> right? But That's like, I don't think I've ever heard there's a pickup. <clears throat> no, I don't. I think that original pickup line but what i think is really weird about that toby is he never broke character that's weird like that's because those people they're always in character i mean you know i guess maybe if you're how, you know if you're like a like a harrison ford right do you really know who you are after 50 years of being an indiana actor? jones right? you are yeah which indiana one are you jones, is he indiana know? jones or is he han solo no he's indiana or is jones. he jack ryan well, i can tell you he can't fly a plane because he keeps <laughs> crashing the thing right you know but i, I mean is that because he doesn't remember what he's doing or or is he like cut take wait yeah. where's the stunt devil at oops boom great, great <laughs> segue know? so after 30 years are you master guns eberly or are you toby now oh man i've been toby for a long time yeah that's something that uh you know a lot of people didn't like about me is 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 i like to introduce myself by my first name because you can see what's on my collar right it's just the way you you know you're, you're a little different i think it's something that's kind of synonymous in the SOCOM arena is everybody uses, you know, everybody's name, right? They don't really play the rank game. I've never really been a rank game guy. Um, you know, like I kind of guess, you know, after you, you know, you, you know I've, I've had four combat tours and a few other little scrapes and bumps and stuff. And you kind of, kind of lose that. Right. Um, but, but yeah, man, I've been Toby for a long time. And even a lot of the young Marines will be like, dude, you just call me Toby. And they're like, like, I can't call you Toby. You're like, yeah, I do know we're out in town in a foreign country. You just call me Toby, please, right? And it just weirds them out. I don't know why. I mean, it's like some kind of crazy thing because I call them by their first names. Well, you said it. It's indoctrination, yeah. right? Yeah. Chain of command, rank, respect, structure, all that. Yeah. No, but that's also one of the things that I've always appreciated. It's not something that I want to con you know, to go on when you have a conversation like that with your Marines, but I've always appreciated the fact that Marines are super in tune with rank structure. But at the same time, what we struggle with is, hey, dude, stop doing that. Yeah. And how many times do you have to say my rank in the same discussion? Stop it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, you know, it comes down to kind of that, that leadership with empathy, right? You, you think that Marines, they don't have empathy. What are you talking about? I don't care about you. I'm going to kill you every day, right? <laughs> empathy, you know? So, I didn't think I really knew what that was, man, but I didn't realize that I had actually been doing it all the time, man. You got you to respect those people, right? You have to respect anybody who joins the service, right? Any service. I don't care which one it is. Any service during an active wartime, right? Only less than 1% serve, right? This great nation of the United States of America. But then think about, you know, hey, man, I'm absolutely going to positively have a chance to get shot at, Right? And I might not come back. That's bold move, man. That's big time stuff. That's varsity level, right? Next level stuff. I mean, when I came in in the night, man, there was nothing going on. We're like Somalia. What the hell is that? No, we'll go over there. Let's do it. Wow. But, uh, you know, it was like three days. That's what my, my Somalia, my baptism fire was three days. You know, and then the next time it was like 10 months in Iraq. You're like, wow, very change. 
but uh, and a different type of warfare too. Um, but but yeah, I was like the only guy with the combat action ribbon man for years in the Marine Corps. And even when they do the the what the heck is it uh, like the uh, mess nights, right? You know, and you stand up if you yeah. were in these wars and all that stuff, and, and they always skipped over Somalia. You'd be like, hey, dude, it's me over here. Only guy over that's right what, here. That, that's when yeah. you, you got when you got to take a piss. You stand up and you say, "What is it, Lord Admiral Nelson?" Or like, I request permission to shed a tear for Lord Admiral Lord Admiral Nelson. And yeah, I don't, I don't. That's man, my I, mess night experience. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember that man. I I can tell you the last time I had I had to put on my my alphas. They were like four years overdue from. Like I even asked a young kid in the in the clothing place, like how many, these hash marks are how many years? Yeah, and I had to go back and get more. I was like, damn. Cause I just, man, that's, I, I don't care stuff like that, man. You know, my deal is about mission accomplishment. Take care of the, take care of the, the, the guys and girls out there, man. And no matter what you do, you're going to go all the way. Toby, we, we have had an excellent time talking oh, with I you, man. but unfortunately we've got to wrap this show. Joey's given us the kinks. Oh, can I put a plug in for somebody though? Real quick. 10 hey, seconds. Best thing that saved me during COVID is Amy Palmazano. Write it how you spell it. From yeah, Palmazano. He's Good over there doing it. Yeah. yeah, Amy Palmazano from uh, from. Uh, <laughs> is, he get, is he getting ready to say something? Yeah. So, hey, so so Camp Gladiator, right? It's it's like a, one of these online boot camp things. Uh, they shifted from being in person to online because of COVID over there. She is like the the DJ of pain. I've I've never had a person that that puts 30 plus people in tune with the whole workout. She visits everybody. Everybody's got their time on the, the screen over there. She works it. She's great. So campgladiator.com, Amy Palmazano. If you want to get in shape and you want to have a good time, that's what you need to do, man. And she's on East coast. Log in 1250. Love e- it. Eastern standard time. Love it. Hit up Amy Palmazano. Oh, oh. Ladies and gentlemen, oh. this is going to do it from Joey Katz behind the glass. My besties. Evan Anderson, the Muscle Hamster, and Matt Mylot. I'm Rob Renz. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Signal Fire Radio. Come back next week, Monday from 6 to 7 p.m. We love you. We thank you. Go do something amazing. Don't wait for permission. Go be a Signal Fire in your community. We'll talk to you next week.